crisis, elections, political scandals, and diplomatic victories. Do you want to be aware of the latest political news? We provide uncompromising analysis of critical global trends and international affairs. Every Tuesday from 10 to 12 on Musar FM. Hello, dear listeners. In this uh, World Politics, it's Tuesday, time in the morning. We are Federica, Serena, Miguel, and uh, we have a new entry for this World Politics. Her name is Anna, and she comes from German. Maybe you already listened to her in another program, right? Yeah, I was also in the gossip program, One Free Topic with Julia, and I did experience the world with Carmelo last week. But this is the first World Politics yeah. for her, and uh, it a very good uh, moment because uh, we are going to talk about uh, the Austrian yeah. government crash and uh, we know that uh, Germany is involved in this crash because uh, it was uh, an article published by two German newspapers, right? Yeah, so the German press is actually very much involved in all of this conflict. Basically, what's happened that uh, Friday the 17th came out this new that involved Heinz Christian Strack and uh, Gudinus. They are part of the same party. The party is called uh, Freedom Party. Yeah, FPÖ in Austria. They are involved uh, in a very strange fact about uh, a video yeah. that was filmed in uh, 2017. And uh, the main characters, of course, uh, are Strach and uh, Gudinus seems that they are taking uh, agreements with a Russian woman. We don't know so much uh, about her. Some newspapers uh, say that uh, her name is uh, Aliona Makarova but uh, we don't know exactly if uh, the news is true or maybe it's invented or whatever. But we know that uh, probably she is the niece of uh, a very powerful uh, Russian oligarch. Some news paper says that uh, this oligarch was a very good friend of uh, Putin, the Russian okay. president, but uh, we actually don't know. By the way, the video shows uh, Mr. Strache and Gudenus relaxing on sofas, uh, drinking and talking to this woman yeah. who claims to, to be a wealthy Russian national looking to invest in Austria. Yeah, in and I think it's a quarter of a million euros that she wanted to invest. Yeah. It's a lot of money. She wanted to invest this amount of money to stake in Austria Kroten Zeitung newspaper and switch its uh, editorial position to support the Freedom Party. Yeah, it's an important newspaper for Austrian people. Yeah. Kronen. And uh, in exchange, uh, Mr. Strach said that uh, he could award her public uh, contract, explaining that uh, he wanted to build a media landscape like uh, Viktor Orban. Oh, <laughs> great. That is a reference uh, Hungary's prime minister, yeah. as we know. Mr. Strach also named uh, several journalists who would uh, have to push the, from the newspaper and five other new people whom uh, we will build up, as he said. Yeah. Yeah, he was basically saying, Yeah, you can we can infiltrate this newspaper and some people have to go, some people will push so they can push us and then we'll maybe take in five new people so everything will work out fine and that's the deal. Like he said it like very casually. Yeah, we can say that uh, it's a very scandalistic news. Uh, yeah, actually. Actually yes. And uh, for the first time we see Austria in uh, a very big uh, governmental crisis because uh, all the ministers from Austria's far right 
Freedom Party now are resigning yeah. and uh, this put the government into a very big chaos. If I can say something and I'm sorry but as an Italian I can say that not everything bad happened in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised by this yeah. situation. And actually I am surprised too because uh, I always uh, in my mind the image uh, of uh, Germany and uh, Austria as a very strong countries. Oh, really? The perfect ones. Yeah, but Austria is uh, actually politically quite different to Germany and the whole coalition of the two parties that were in government before of the scandal, which was also the Austrian Volkspartei, uh, which is Christian Democratic, I'd say. Um, so this uh, coalition was in critique a lot of the time because it's kind of weird to be governing the country together with a right-wing party. Oh, yeah. Mm. From the Chancellor Sebastian Kurz, who's on also only 30-something. He's very... 32. He's very, yeah. very young. So it's actually weird. And actually, I have to tell you something about Kurz. Actually, he's um, a very right person, we yeah. know. But uh, it's very supported by people, Austrian people, especially very old people, of course, because they say that uh, he has uh, actually very strong uh, ideas, uh, very strong um, political values. Do you agree? I think he brought in like a fresh wind into the whole party system of Austria because, for example, the Social Democratic Party of Austria is just going down like uh, for years, so they don't have a chance right now. And he is this young guy who can speak very good and he looks good and he brings, you know, a fresh young wind into old conservative ideas which is actually kind of paradoxically to look at but yeah I think he brought in like a new face for old ideas yeah he brought new faces but uh, actually the value of the party questionable quite <laughs> hard yeah questionable as you said because uh, he wanted to implement the hour for work 12 hours oh wow yeah and uh, also that he wants to decrease the money for cares so questionable yeah yeah of course it's a conservative party so yeah but it's not as radical as FPÖ which is the party of Strache and Gudenos so they are very right winged and Strache is also considered to have been part of the neo-nazi movement years ago so yeah, yeah. and also because uh, I read that uh, they published a poem yeah this poem was talking about migrants that poem compared the migrants to rats so it's very radical and yeah. uh, if I can say unrespectful yeah. for other people. So yeah, basically this party is involved uh, in this scandal and uh, as we said, uh, the journal uh, which published uh, the scandal first was uh, the German journal, right? Yeah, it's two German newspapers who are mainly involved in this whole investigation and it's Der Spiegel and Süddeutsche Zeitung. It's two newspapers who are considered to be reasonable, they have reliable sources. So okay. it's not Boulevard, like it's, yeah, it's, those are good newspapers, I'd say. Um, and I think everybody would agree <laughs> more or less in Germany they published the video so they had the footage and they got this video like in the course of the last month and then they published it as soon as possible because they had to check if it's true if it's made up or if it's real and according to experts from them it's real yes and we have to specify that uh, this video was filmed in 2017 yeah in Ibiza yeah in Ibiza on a, like in a big house 
where they were invited by this Russian girl who we don't know if, if it's a trap or if, if she really is the niece of an oligarch. It could be also that it's just a trap. Actually, it's a good question because uh, I don't think that uh, if uh, it wasn't a trap, she would film. Yeah. I mean, for what reason? Yeah. Okay, maybe to film the fact that, uh, yes, you really want to take agreements with me and you promised this and that. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe well, for this reason, but... Uh, but then she could have told him that she's filming because he didn't know he was filmed. So it's filmed in secret. So I yeah. guess it could be a trap. But the thing is that the newspapers who publish the footage, they don't say from whom they got it. So they say they cannot tell. So it's not sure who is responsible for making this video. Why do you think that uh, they don't want to reveal the real name of the person? I think you aren't allowed to do that. They said it's like a journalist codex that you cannot give out your sources. Okay, politically correct. Yeah. Mm. But actually, we have a name. I mean, there is assumption. One person who is considered to be connected to the whole video thing is the German comedian Jan Böhmermann and he's a persona he's in the news a lot of the times because he's very provoking and he's like he makes like satirical jokes about politics and he's you know he is uh, strongly against right-wing parties and for example he once wrote a poem about Erdogan the president of Turkey and he yes. was like nearly arrested for it in Turkey and all that so he's in I've big read trouble. about this yeah. new actually <laughs> it's he's always in trouble and he knew about this video before it was published because for example there was a thing where you get prices for uh, movies in Austria and he was invited to be there as a guest but he couldn't come so he just had a video that was like shown and in this video he said like I'm sorry that I cannot come but I'm in Ibiza right now talking to the niece of a Russian oligarch trying to sell the most important newspaper and shadow like the democracy of Austria so he knew about the video before it was published so what do you think do um, you think uh, he really he is involved I just wonder why he knew about this because it's not sure and he hasn't like spoken about it yet so he does a podcast so on Sunday it always comes out so I'm gonna listen and see if he talks about it because I really want to know how he is involved in all of this because also he has like an art presentation um, right now in Austria so he also was in Austrian television the last few weeks with like provoking statements and now suddenly this video gets out while he was like involved in Austria anyway. So it's, it's a weird coincidence. But the newspapers say they don't have the video from him and even the newspapers don't know how he is involved. But actually we have just said that the newspaper aren't allowed to reveal the name of yeah. the person yeah, okay. yeah. who gave them the video. So basically even if uh, he was uh, the person, they wouldn't have uh, revealed, you know. Yeah, but also it wouldn't make sense because he has a TV show. So if he really had the footage, I think he would be the one to publish it in his TV show. Do you think? Yeah, maybe, because that would give him like the attention and all that. Yeah, but maybe but it would reach more people if it's from the newspapers. I don't know, because after the fact of the poem about Erdogan and the fact that he was in trouble, maybe he didn't feel like he really wanted to involve himself in this fact. Yeah, but I think I mean he is involved he talked about it before so he gave hints so maybe he just gave these hints so that the people who have the footage they have to publish it 
because they know, oh, he knows about it, so now we have to publish before he can say more about it. So maybe it was more like a trick to make them finally publish it, and maybe his idea was also to publish it before European elections. Yes. So maybe he tried to fasten the whole process, because one Austrian newspaper, Der Falter, um, was in possession of this footage as well, but for a year. So they had this video for a year, and they didn't publish it. And that's actually weird, if you think about it. Yes, actually it's weird also because uh, the FPO was expected to score about 20% in uh, European election. So it's kind of weird, as you told, yeah. that it came out uh, just before yeah. the European election. Yeah. Even if uh, I have to say I don't support the ideas of uh, this party, but still, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a trick. That's a weird coincidence. There has to be some reason behind it. But I think, you know, also what they talked about in the video is maybe more important than who published it and who tricked who, because what they were about to do, if this woman would really give this money, would have been way worse than publishing this video. And coming back to the topic of the video, Strach and uh, Gudenus uh, said that uh, actually they were drunk and uh, they mm -hmm. were not conscious about mm -hmm. that. So they justified themselves uh, with these miserable excuses. Yeah, they said we behaved like drunk teenagers and we just wanted to impress those attractive women. Yes. But I think you usually uh, try to impress attractive women with different ideas than selling them the most important newspaper of your country. <laughs> yes. I guess. Of course, because maybe you can ask her, do you want uh, a room in Four Seasons? Because yeah. maybe it's more attendable. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> if you want to impress a woman. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So that's actually weird. The the answer of Russia about yeah. uh, this topic was, uh, ah, no, we don't know anything about that. We don't know who is her. Russia just uh, pulls out of uh, this fact. It's actually interesting that it's about Russia again, that Russia is involved in this, but maybe it's just a trap and this woman could have been just an actor for all we know. So it is not sure if Russia is involved, but if Russia was involved, it would be interesting because Austria as a country has this position to be between the West and the Eastern part of Europe. Yeah. So, yeah, it's actually weird that Russia could be involved. In my opinion, I think it's just all made up as a trap for the two politicians. And it's not from Russia, but from somewhere else. Okay, but uh, do you think that uh, in this trap, if it is, Germany is involved? I mean, you could think that Germany would have maybe some interest in weakening the party, FPÖ, directly before the European elections. But... Actually, we don't have any proof for that. So I think it's Austria. Someone from Austria did this because it makes more sense that another Austrian party would have interest in weakening like a rival because the rivalries are more inside of a country than outside. Yeah. So I guess maybe, maybe someone from Austria. But Germany, I think it's just the newspapers that are connected to it because they got the footage. But I guess any newspaper would have published this footage. Yes, you are actually right. Talking about the consequences for Austria, Mr. Strach resigned the next day yeah. and uh, Mr. Kurz, the head of uh, the center-right People's Party, yeah. OVP, said um, new election would have to be held and uh, the resigning FPO ministers include the foreign minister and minister for defense, uh, transport and social affairs. The FPO made up half of the country cabinet. 
because yeah. they had to rebuild all the party. Yeah. So now they all resigned, and there were also a lot of demonstrations in Vienna. I think from people who want new elections and who wanted them to resign. So I think that was the only thing you were able to do in the situation to resign from your position. That is a good topic uh, because about the demonstration, we can say that uh, Austria is uh, divided into parts. The first part who support the F. PO yeah. and its ideas, the second part, who was always against these ideas. And in particular, we know that uh, people who are against this party, oh, yeah. they strikely weekly with uh, a demonstration mm -hmm. that is called Widerdannestad. Yeah. That means uh, Thursday again. Yeah. And uh, they are against uh, this party because mm -hmm. it's considered to be very hard and very right part. Yeah, it's proven. It's not only considered to be, it's proof. They are right-winged and they have fascists and all that in their party. So it's a very right-wing party. Mm -hmm. I guess that uh, the poem, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's proof enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good proof for their ideas. And you guys, what do you think about uh, this topic? I can say that as an Italian, I'm not so surprised about corruption. Yeah, uh, it's hard to say, but it's true. And because in Italy, we have a lot of examples of corruption and also about this interception by video or audio. So it's nothing surprising to me. Obviously, I'm always surprised by... The The fact that corruption exists and exists always and for example as I said before I'm really surprised by Austria because we have this image as Federica said before that countries like Germany or Austria are so politically correct and then you discover that instead everybody in the world we can say have something to hide and uh, yes when you discover something like this you really don't know how it's possible to trust politician yeah how it's possible to go to election to go to vote and you don't know really in which part stay you know for which part you have to yes vote for yes because every party has something to hide in some way if I can give my opinion actually I know that maybe Austria and German are some example to take because they are very strong countries but I don't think that they have a very clean politicians I mean no, if don't. you are <laughs> part of politics of course you have your skeletons in yeah. the closet That yeah, you, know. you have, yeah. yeah. But uh, still, it's kind of weird for us Italian that uh, we... Exactly. You know that uh, all the world makes mm. joke of us, uh, Pizza <laughs> yeah. Mafia Berlusconi. <laughs> yeah. We are known uh, for that. And uh, then we discover that all the countries have uh, this kind of Mafia Berlusconi. Yeah, it's true. But you have to keep in mind that it's very specific party who right now is in the scandal. So it's not representative for all... All the, all the parties and politicians mm. because this is like an extreme example of a fascist party who is like trying to make like influence people through media and through corrupt decisions yes so I, yeah it's that's true actually yes that you have to keep no that's true I mean it's a very particular party but do you think that uh, the other parties they don't mm. have uh, some stuff uh, that they hide of course, like I think dust yeah every party has like some skeletons in the closet you could say but this is a huge <laughs> skeleton it's actually very bad so i don't yeah. know if it's <laughs> yes. as bad for every other party
my point is uh, that seems like uh, we discovered that this guy is evil because uh, we've seen a video when this guy is drunk and trying to flirt with a young Russian niece of a oligarch. But this guy is uh, the representative of a party that uh, consider immigrants like a beast. Yes. That consider women as slaves. Um, I don't know about women, I know about But we, dis we discovered now that this guy is evil mm. because this video, and that is the reason because uh, the Chancellor of Austria, Kurz, decided to put a finish to this uh, agreement between these two parties. I think I got your point. So you mean uh, it's not a big surprise? Yeah. yeah, actually it isn't, but now it's proven. Now the Chancellor is forced to act upon it, so maybe exactly. that also makes sense why this mm. video was made in the first place, to um, to bring this the Chancellor to change something. Because yes. before he knew maybe about this, but now also the people know. I, so yeah. it could also be like an instrument to force um, the Chancellor to and act. Actually, it's something really serious, because it's important and it's a scandal. So they are forced to interrupt this collaboration. I agree. I totally agree. This is maybe the chance to get rid of uh, this party yeah. and uh, take the place. Yeah, it is. And you don't know if that comes out of a good place, like if someone did this purely out of good reasons, but it has some good advantages for the population if a, if a um, party like that isn't in charge anymore, I think. By the way, the comment of Kurtz about this fact he was uh, very surprised seems at least to be very surprised and uh, he promised that uh, everything will be clarified and uh, he promised also that uh, there will be more cleansed politics you know uh, so in the future that everything will be mm. better transparent you know, for us germans austrian politics always seem like chaos for example the elections for this uh, coalition that were made in 2017 i think they had to be redone because the envelopes of the um, material for electing were Or didn't close right so everyone had to elect again oh so my god <laughs> that was like a huge thing that just but it's a nightmare <laughs> yeah on. so and then they have this chancellor who's like 32 so and from my standpoint it looks a bit weird and chaotic in general so i'm not sure also um the parties like the social democratic party isn't in a good position at all at the moment so they don't have enough time to rebuild um, because they want to have new elections in autumn i think So the summer will be a lot of work, I think, for the politicians so that they can have like a lot of voters again. Ah, yes. And they will, for sure. Because it's not that easy to rebuild no, a party yeah. <laughs> from zero. All. Yeah. Uh, you guys said in countries like Spain and Italy, things like that happen more regularly. But I wonder, is the reaction the same? Is like the government also like broken down immediately and people go on the streets and everything changes? Or does everything just go on the way it was? If I can speak uh, about Italy, basically Italians are used to this kind of things. So they are also tired and uh, encouraged because uh, things are always like this, you know. And the politics is too much uh, dirty in this point of view. Yeah. So I guess that Italians are used and they don't think it's uh, useful to strike on the street. So I they're guess. just tired of it. And I think no matter who you elect, they will al also be corrupt. 
It's not only this, but we know that um, justice is not in the right side sometimes. No. And if we hear the news like, uh, oh, that politician has uh, contact uh, with mafia, uh, we say, what a new. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, Tell new me something okay, new. Yeah. But okay. that politician has so many powers, so he can influence with money, of course, justice. Yeah. It's uh, really hard to say, but it's the truth. And every Italian knows. Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, a surprise. Yeah, it's a shame, obviously, because it it is a shame. But it's the truth, and we are, as Federica said, we are used, we are also tired, and we always have to um, fight uh, in some way. But as you said before, talking about this very right wing, and Federica said it's not only for these particular parties; it's also for other parties. For example, in Italy. We had a scandal, we can say, also in uh, the left side of politicians. For example, I remember Renzi. Yes, Renzi was a scandal. Yes. Uh, Because he voted himself for the parliament, basically. <laughs> yes, and we discovered something about uh, his father. Oh, yes. And he had bond with banks. And um, we had also a politician. She's called Maria Elena Boschi. And her father had bond with banks. And basically, we discovered that banks uh, stole money money from people from common people i hope you can understand dear listeners i am i'm making and summarize so it's more big the fact mm-hmm. is more big than my explanation but the point the main point is this so each part in a politician world has something to hide yes in italy we have a lot a lot of uh, examples above all Example about scandals and of course when we talk about scandals we have to mention Berlusconi, yes. our <laughs> friend. The man of the scandals. And for example, uh, if we talk about interception, I remember about um, one of the great scandals of Berlusconi because you have to know that we had this president who were who is really how to say luxurious man. He really likes to have sex. Yes, he really like to have sex with young women. Yes. Oh yeah, I heard about that. He, he has this preference. Can I add something about of that? Of course. Because um, recently came out uh, a movie about mm-hmm. Berlusconi. It's uh, directed by Sorrentino. He is a very good director in Italy. Yeah. And uh, it talks about uh, Berlusconi. The title is Loro, which means uh, them yeah and uh, for them he intended the people that were around him around him yes uh. and uh, he talked about them like the people who loved them okay? yeah and there were a lot of young very young women like 30 40 more 30 than 40 Yeah, very and young. And also less than 30. 20. 20. Also yeah. less. <laughs> yes, yes, this, as I said, this preference. And in this movie, yes, the director talk about them. So this young people and other people who have supported him. Yes, supported him a lot because of uh, his uh, favors, you know. As a woman, you have just to have sex with him and you yeah. will appear in the TV channels. Uh, yes, because, uh, so yes. he return and all that. Yes. yes. Okay, yeah. Because he had a lot of power with yeah, the TV channels. Media, yeah. Yes, because uh, Mediaset it's a uh, um, collection of uh, three channels yeah. 
and uh, he was he managing. Them, he? Yeah, yes, he is. Yeah. He is the owner. Yeah. So you can imagine how huge is this problem because when the president has a big media like this, you as a, a common person, you cannot say anything. You cannot know anything about truth. Yeah, no. this is the problem because freedom of the press is declined by this. And that's the problem why this is also so important. This video. But that is not press, that is a uh, media. Yeah, but the that media give you information and they have yeah. to be punctual. Information in Berlusconi channels. That is yes. a yeah, big, that's big what bro- we meant. Yes, that's what we meant. We know. Actually. But there are a lot of people that are not able to make these differences. Okay? Yeah, they are not able. And actually, I have to tell you something about the media, the channels of uh, Berlusconi. Yeah, we have two in Once in the fifth channel, the TV news were were told by Enrico Mentana. Yeah. But uh, this journal, he's a very serious journal, but uh, he switched on another channel that is more free and he could talk about uh, the facts the real fact mm. because uh, he wanted to make one hour TV journal but uh, Berlusconi stopped him yeah didn't allow him didn't allow him so he switched but you know I'm happy for Mentana hi Mentana I love you and me too and I'm happy for him because now he's really free to talk about wherever and he has found his site yes he is now it's better because it was really a surprise for people that Mentana wasn't allowed to have this program and, and but now it was it's better. Uh, a very brightly proved that uh, our medias are very dirty and talking about uh, scandals uh, Fede do you remember the Patrizia D'Addario scandals something referring to Puglia, Bari. This is only one of the scandals of Berlusconi because there are interceptions, audio interception, and we discovered that Patrizia D'Addario was 42 years old escort and retired actress from Bari. And Berlusconi wanted to have sex with there in changing of favors for an important man of Bari. Bari is a, a city in the south of Italy. And do you know what he said at first when <laughs> this fact came up? He said, I have never paid a woman. I have never understood what satisfaction there is if the pleasure of conquest is absent. So that was the first thought of our <laughs> ex-president. But that is so kind and innocent in Berlusconi. He really believe in that? <laughs> yeah. How do you can believe? <laughs> I mean, Berlusconi is like an extreme example, but you'd say that now people in Italy are used to it. So if something comes up, it's not like, for example, in Austria, when the government now is crashed and they have new elections and everything changes. Yeah, that exactly. wouldn't happen in Italy, right? Yeah. And actually, I have to say that, uh, unfortunately, it's very sad because uh, I think that youngsters are not interested in politics also for this reason. Because uh, there is no point to vote a -mm. person who is uh, like the other. And I think that's the problem with corruption is it's like a big network of different people and institutions and big uh, companies who are all intervened with each other. And you really don't know who isn't. And mm-hmm. also, for example, Strache and Gudenus, they are from a party who considers themselves to be anti-establishment. So they're like, the others are the evil persons. They are all corrupt, blah, blah, blah. We help the real people. We are real and honest people. We just want our country to be like 
best and blah 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 but in the end they are corrupt as well so I think that's a problem with corruption it's like this big network but you never know who isn't involved for example in Italy we have uh, Lega Nord and Salvini and they also say always oh we love Italy because they now love Italy we love Italians I Italy for first and blah 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 yeah. but then we have this 49 millions of <laughs> uh, I, I'm speaking about um, money they disappeared and we don't know anything about this And by the way, Salvini, he's uh, one of the supporters of uh, this uh, Austrian party. Yes, oh. they are big friends. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miguel, how is it in Spain? Is corruption that big in Spain as well as in Italy or not that big? I don't know. I suppose that, <laughs> I mean, Italy is uh, the Premier League. And that <laughs> Thank you, Miguel. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> but uh, yes, it's a really big problem. As Serena, you mentioned before that uh, it's for you a surprise that uh, corruption is also in the left parties or corruption is also in Austria because... Uh, yes, Aust the second. That I'm surprised that it's also in uh, uh, Austria. For me, it's not a surprise. Corruption is in the nature of uh, power and also in the nature of the human being so in Spain we have a lot of cases of corruption in all the political parties and also in all the syndicates oh that is really a problem with That's, syndicates yeah. yeah so do you mean when where there is power there is also corruption Yeah, it's impossible to eliminate corruption inside the public. No, this is true. In this situation. I don't think we have some hopes to eliminate corruption. And that's what I also meant because it's this big network and everyone is like part of it. So if you come to power and you want to be like an honest politician and you want to help the people, it's probably not even that easy to not uh, be corrupt because everybody seems to be somehow connected to it. So if you want to make a change, I think you have to have some weird deals behind the scenes to make it happen. True. And it's probably worse in some countries, but we have this in Germany as well. And I think people also accept some form of corruption, like um, lobbyism. Yeah. That's normal and everybody accepts it, but it's actually also a form of corruption in my Obviously opinion. Obviously, it is. Yes. And actually, as you told, if you don't have corruption, you, you cannot be part of that word and uh, even if you have a very great ideas and you really are interested in changing something in your country you cannot because uh, you don't have the key to enter that world and you know this topic this topic reminds me about not only the country but also the little town because it, it's something that happened always during the um, vote for local administrations so you vote for someone who really want to change the situation i have some example but i don't want to put now because we are talking about country but really i have a lot of examples from my little town so there is someone who really want to change the, the situation in that town and really believe in, in it. And for all the campaign, he or she, but always he, mm -hmm. talk about it. And you start to think about, oh, maybe he is the savior of this situation. Maybe now we found some, someone who really want to fight. But then, you don't know why, something changed. Maybe he wins the election and suddenly something changed because there is someone behind him 
or push him to do something. Yes, but I want to specify that uh, your case is quite particular because uh, your little town is uh, in Sicily. But I don't think it's only in Sicily. This is something that can happen every no, no. In, everywhere. For sure, but I think it's more eclatant. Because it's in, in the south, we, in the south of Italy, we have this problem with mafia and with really corrupted people. So yes, it's true. And we always have to face up with the situation. I have a question for the Italians. Because uh, when I saw these images of the this bridge in Genova, the images ah, of this bridge in bridge Genova collapsing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is another problem in Italy, the situation of the roads of the bridge. <laughs> And what happened with the public money to... <laughs> If I can answer with a lot, can I? <laughs> And actually, this problem is uh, very felt from Italians, okay? Because, for example, there is a road in Italy, in the south of Italy. We have uh, this road, it's called... Salerno Reggio Calabria. Oh, okay. does it is exist or is a dream? This is the question. No, last year they finished this road, but they spent a lot of money to mm -hmm. make this road. Do you know how many years they need to make this road? Try to guess. Is Italy so 30 years? 50. Wow. Oh, wow. 50 years, wow. okay? It's like forever. Yes, <laughs> I guess that in German, in 50 years... Uh, they can build 50 different roads. I would try, say so. Try to think about uh, Japan. Yeah, in China or something, they just build huge buildings and they, don't yes. they just yeah. do it. But the government is also corrupt, but in a different way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, and actually in Italy, after they finished uh, this road, there were a lot of meme in Facebook because uh, ourselves make joke of, of ourselves for this reason because we know that uh, we are ridiculous of, for these facts. Not ridiculous because in this case corruption doesn't mean a shame for the country. It means uh, <laughs> dangerous for the Italian people that could die. It's Obviously. Uh, it's uh, yeah. really dangerous in, in these roads or this bridge. Yes. You are right. For example, with Genova Bridge, some people died. Yes, this is really a huge problem. And as Federica said before, with this road, Salerno-Reggio Calabria, we sometimes use this expression to talk about something that takes a long a time. A long time, ah, okay. Uh, yes, it's like uh, Salerno-Reggio Calabria, you know, something that <laughs> okay. it's impossible something to end. it will never happen. Yes. <laughs> okay. But it's true what um, you, Miguel, say about people. And indeed, when this disaster happened, people were very angry about because it means that the government doesn't take care about security. So money are always more important than security. And this is a huge problem because we have a lot of messy bridge. True? It's true, Federica? Yeah. We, we have a lot of examples of bridge that are in a real messy and they can fall and in that moment all the um, attention was for this topic now it's different because you know it's always like this in yes when uh, we had the earthquake the attention was for the building now the building are okay they are and not obviously <laughs> they are not <laughs> when uh, we had the problem with the bridge all the bridges were on the eye of uh, media now all the bridges all the bridges disappeared Yeah, 
But actually there is this problem, yeah. There is this problem, but the national problem in Italy is immigration. In, in this moment, yes. Yeah, actually, Miguel, I think that you caught the point. I mean, we have a lot of problems, but our only problem are immigrants. But I don't want to touch this topic no. because I know, uh, you know that I, I am not uh, so supportive uh, for Salvini and I don't want to start uh, this kind of conversation because uh, it could be very long process. Yes, deep and uh, long. I was thinking right now, maybe there's a good thing about this whole scandal in Austria because f maybe if, for example, people from Italy or other corrupt countries see now that people react and maybe something changes. I think something will change in Austria now and I think like the FPO has no chance of getting back into government right now and maybe the Social Democratic Party gets built up and maybe there's some changes happening. So maybe it's good to see that something can change. So I have some hope that <laughs> this whole situation will maybe turn out to change maybe also and then people can see that it's important to speak up against corruption even though it happens all the time and it will happen again. But if we stop to address it, then the real problem starts. But actually, I have to answer that uh, Italians are very disencounted, mm -hmm. disillusioned, yeah. Yeah. disillusioned because it's part of our country. Uh, yes, uh, it's sad actually to say it, but it's true. And the fact is, in my opinion, that we should fight against this uh, feeling because this feeling kill kills everything because it's okay we are used to corruption so we are not surprised when something comes up in the by the press but in the same time we shouldn't be so used you know what i mean yeah it's important to speak up and you sh we, nobody should be used to those circumstances it should be the should be a rare occasion if so and then people should speak up yeah so that something will change yeah so it's it's important to keep talking about it because otherwise it will be okay at some point exactly yes yes and what about your countries miguel uh, do you have some examples of uh, scandals and you one as well? Tell me that you are close to Italy, come on. I remember a famous example in Spain that happens the last year because uh, in Spain there is a public university in Madrid, the Rey Juan Carlos University. And this university was founded in 1996 by the government, in this moment was the Popular Party government, that is a conservative party. Is the main party of the, the centre-right in, in Spain. And you can imagine that the, if they create this university was to influence in the university system in, in Spain. So since this moment, a lot of uh, politicians for this party has uh, got uh, their, their master degrees in this university. With, uh, we can say we some help and the last year in april journalistic investigation one media discovered that the president of uh, madrid uh, community cristina cifuente from this party popular party she has uh, her master degree without assist to the class hmm. so she's well prepared for yes really well prepared <laughs> for her job yeah and that was an important situation because of this party, the Popular Party, has a lot of problem with uh, corruption. 
with more important things about uh, stole money and some mysterious uh, deaths mm. in Spain. But uh, I want to put the focus in this case because uh, this uh, woman, Cristina Cifuentes, was uh, one of the main candidates to to be the next candidate in the Spanish election for to be the president of Spain. But in this moment, she was the, the president of uh, the community of Madrid. What happened after this discover? After this discovery that uh, the opposition in the parliament of, the, of Madrid, they present an impeachment against uh, Cristina Cifuentes and they ask her for her resign. But uh, she refused because uh, in this moment she has the majority in the parliament, so this impeachment has no sense. But because she can refuse. Because she has the power. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Yes. so you know that we are close to each other, yeah. Italian Spain, because yeah. also we have uh, a yeah. choice, you know, yeah. you can choose to refuse. Even even all the pressure in this moment, she, she can't refuse. But there was a lot of pressure over, over her. Because uh, that was a uh, that was a really big problem in Spain. Because that means the the politicians, the state, um, waste a lot of money. In this case, is clear um, in the benefits of politicians, but also because it's a really big uh, discredit for the university institution in Spain and for the rest of the students in Spain. Because that means that a master degree or a degree in Spain doesn't mean anything has not the same value that in other countries, for example. I think that's a huge problem because it discredits honest yeah. work. And that's something that corruption also does because people lose their trust and then they also don't trust in people who actually do good deserve. stuff and they deserve like yeah. uh, what they have. And that's a problem because if you you at some point cannot tell what's true anymore, you might just think everything is just corrupt yeah. and uh, you don't care about anything. And to infiltrate educational systems is also very bad, I think, because education is key to stop systems from being corrupt and all that, because you need good educated people to change something. Yes. yes. So and that's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> that you was know? the main, uh, corruption is uh, everywhere. So yeah. if it's in education, it could be propagated for, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what, um, talking about this, uh, once Sonia told me in Russia, government want uneducated people because uneducated people cannot understand what's happening obviously yes because education has the power to interrupt this this system yeah this disease because it's a disease in the yeah, society it's an illness yeah. it's yeah. a cancer of the country yeah. and that's why we need to educate ourselves about stuff like this and we cannot completely trust for example the news no, papers, at all. for example, because if they no. can just be sold by <laughs> yeah. a Russian oligarch niece, you might as well not trust them completely. But you have to choose reliable sources because you have to trust someone and you just have to make up your own mind. But you have to educate yourself. You cannot yes. completely trust, but you also should have some trust, I guess. You know that someone Italians try to know something through other foreign newspaper. Oh. You know, they search for the foreign, foreign press. Yes, they they try to make uh, some to give some information to bring some information from foreign newspaper because we cannot trust very well our own newspaper and media in general. 
even if I have to say that uh, nowadays with Google, it's easier to get some information that are attendable and believable. Talking about uh, newspapers, this case uh, in Spain started with a journalist investigation. But at the beginning, the problem was uh, real, important. How to, I mean, the corruption inside the education system in Spain, and also in the high, high position of the politicians. But... This uh, woman, Cristina Cifuentes, I said before that uh, she wanted to be the next candidate from her party to the presidential elections. And for this reason, she has a lot of enemies inside the party. And these enemies decided to feed uh, a video, a personal video of Cristina Cifuentes to the Spanish press. What kind of video? In this video, <laughs> this video was uh, recorded in 2011. So, seven years before these uh, facts, in a commercial center, and chose Cifuente stealing some products. Really? And the security service in this shop arrested her, registering and asking for her documents. No. That's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's actually funny. Yes! Incredible! So, obviously, after that, uh, she had no other choice to present her resignation and her political career died in this moment but what a shame also <laughs> but, <laughs> but also because it's ridiculous Come yes on. But that's, You're a politician. that's, that's oh a, a real problem that is my problem with some press um, with some Spanish press because the case in this commercial center hide all the other problems about corruption between a Spanish politician and also the problem inside the Spanish university The, the controversy, the, the sensationalism kills yeah. the reality, the real problem. So you mean the real problem was the corruption of the educational system, but people just rather care more about the fact that she stole some product? Once yes, because it's about scandal. I can't understand because I, I still felt guilty because in my childhood I, <laughs> I stole <laughs> chalks from... <laughs> So you cannot, be, you cannot be a politician. No. Yes, true. <laughs> How is no, possible? but actually, if I can say something about uh, that is, uh, in Italy we say, if I can break a spear for Spanish uh, people. Our brothers. <laughs> yes, I guess that uh, they were more hit by this fact because it's ridiculous it's very funny when you yeah. told me i couldn't <laughs> stop laughing because yeah. it's very funny and what about uh, your country Anne? if we have corruptive scandals i honestly yeah. cannot think of one on the top of my head I th of course we have i mean we had this uh, diesel scandal with the um, automobile industry Mm, so that was ah uh, yes i remember that's actually very important scandal so I guess, but about politicians, I really cannot think of one, but I, I'm sure there is. Of course there is, there has to be. Yes. Or sorry. maybe you are clever and you hide this scandal better than anybody in the world. Yeah, maybe. But I guess that uh, as we said for the whole episode, it's easy to find some scandals uh, in politics uh, But sometimes uh, you just accept 
some skeletons in the closet of politicians because uh, they are not so serious maybe or they are useful to enter that world i don't know but uh, scandals are part of politics yeah and they keep people interested in politics because yeah. if politicians would only talk about and you know those small changes they have to do sometimes the small changes yeah, yes. like building new houses and all that like that isn't exciting to read about in a newspaper if you read like headlines you're more interested in oh she stole some product <laughs> like 10 years ago so that's maybe more interesting for people that's an interesting point of view Anna, because yeah. yes i have never thought about the fact that It's actually gossip, like gossip, yeah, but yes. for politicians. And also it's not as complex because real politics is not that easy to understand sometimes. So True. you no. are not that interested in reading like long articles without any pictures, just about some theoretical stuff. And actually, even if you are a very educated person, if you don't study some jobs like economics, uh, social studies, uh, international studies, uh, or something like that. You cannot understand, actually, the logic of uh, politics. Yes, it's true. And, um, I mean, for me, for example, I think that, uh, in general, the human beings are always interested in personal stuff. Yeah. You know, you want to know the story. For example, if you think when a new president is elected, you soon, and also the press and the media in general, soon uh, try to give you a personal image of that person. You have to relate. So they um, start to discover something about his own life, mm -hmm. his childhood. Mm -hmm. I remember something about um, Angela Merkel. Yeah. For example, because they discover some, not they discover, they published some really uh, personal pictures from her childhood and youth. youth. And yes, because people are always interested more in personal stuff than job stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's it's actually also true that. Uh, Your personal life, uh, your personal opinion are an help to understand what kind of person are you. Exactly, that is the point. To mm. give you a, a very bright uh, example, uh, for, uh, for example, Hitler, he was okay. a <laughs> schizophrenic person. Yeah. And uh, if, you, if you know this... Uh, that is this, uh, this threat, little problem. <laughs> if you know this threat yeah. of him, you can understand that, that you are voting a person who will destroy you. Yeah, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah, yeah this is didn't know. That's why people were so interested in this, uh, in this woman, in this Spanish woman. Because yes, if you, if you steal something... How is possible that you are able to take care about people? Because, yes, you have um, a position. And for the people, if you have that position, you should be a good person. I think that uh, this was a very interesting world politics uh, because uh, we spoke about uh, some uh, nowadays facts uh, and uh, we remember as uh, 
nostalgic Italians about our <laughs> lovely Berlusconi. Yes. And uh, I really miss you. Miss I, him. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I miss you, Berlusconi, if you are listening to me. It was a pleasure to talk with uh, the new German volunteer, Anne. Thank you. And we give you appointment next Tuesday from 10 to 12 on Muster FM 89.6. Bye. 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 Crisis. Elections. Political scandals. And diplomatic victories. Do you want to be aware of the latest political news? We provide uncompromising analysis of critical global trends and international affairs. Every Tuesday from 10 to 12 on Muster FM.